everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the So She Slays podcast. I'm Heather. I'm Chauncey, and I'm super excited about today. Like, this is one of my favorite days. Everyone knows I love skincare. It's like a passion of mine. So I'm super excited about our special guest today. I know, me too. Uh, everybody knows that So She Slays of skincare is a thing for Chauncey and I. So I'm so happy to have Hadia. She's our fairy glow mother. Um, <laughs> join us to kind of talk about this subject and about anti-aging practices and products and myths and what we should actually be concerned about and what we really should be doing with our skin as we age. So before we dive in to this awesome topic, uh, go ahead and tell us about your um, your, I don't know. Is it a store? Because you also sell products she's a, too. She's a brand. She's a brand. It's like, girl. it's a whole thing. So it's more than just like, it's a lifestyle. Here. It's, it's a lifestyle. Um, Hey, I'm Hadia. Uh, yes, I do have a brick and mortar location. I have a skincare studio in Oakland, um, also called Fairy Glow Mother. And I also sell skincare products, uh, my own products and other skincare products that I think are great for people um, online. So there's that e-commerce vertical component to it as well. Um, but yeah, in a nutshell, that's me. I'm Hadia, Fairy Glow Mother. I have magical powers and bring good fortune to your skin. I love it. And she does, guys. She does. Like, she will bring good fortune to your skin. I've been going to you for over six months, and my skin was the epiphany of, how do I say this, uh, COVID pandemic masking skin and hormonal skin. It was, that was a mess. It was not that much of a mess. She <laughs> says it's not, but people who know me know it was a mess for me, and I was having anxiety attacks about it. So, and then when your mom starts saying, oh, what happened to your skin? You know it's serious. But now my skin is more glowy. It's refreshed. It's like, I look like a better person. I'm looking, I'm aging pretty well now compared to like the Pretty scars well. I was, what? I was Ever. like pimples. Like it was, it was bad. It wasn't the person we see today. <laughs> but it was like stress induced too. It's COVID guys. Yeah. It's COVID. I guess. And, and uh, hormonal and aging. And exactly. Which really <laughs> the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because, um, I've, I've done and used and heard so much about anti-aging products. I mean, I think I've, I've been using anti-aging products or at least moisturizer before I even really probably should have, but I mean, I did it anyways. So what, um, what are your thoughts on these over-the-counter anti-aging projects? Uh, before we forget, before we forget, aging is beautiful, by the way, to, to age is a beautiful thing. So do not feel like you have to age and it's a bad thing at all aging is a beautiful thing no matter if it's anti-aging or just aging just just age in gracefulness and beautifulness right so anti-aging in general is like that's the marketing term for it um but most of those products nine times out of ten are just hydrating products um because the older we get uh, especially as women with uh, when we go through menopause and all that, our body just dries up. Everything dries up. Our skin gets dry. Our vaginas get dry. We just turn into the whole raisins. thing turns into a everything raisin. just gets super dry as we get older. So a lot of anti-aging products primarily are going to be focused around things that are keeping hydration within the skin. Um, they may be a little bit more emollient or more on the occlusive side to prevent trans epidermal water loss. 
Um, and it's, it's mainly things that are going to hydrate. Uh, firm is also another thing that happens in uh, anti-aging skincare um, to kind of prevent the fine lines and wrinkles, but it never really does that. Because if you're old, you're old. If you're going to get wrinkles, you're going to get wrinkles. Okay, you're like old, you're, you're it's like you're prolonging it. Maybe like maybe you're not aging as quickly, but it's almost like if you have a water balloon and you like put gum on the hole in the balloon to stop the leak. Like it's still gonna leak out. It's not. It's not like going to do this wow thing like at the end of the day if you really do not like your wrinkles there is no cream that I can sell you unfortunately like you're just going to have to visit a plastic surgeon so I love the honesty I love it keeping it real you say it's not gonna it's not gonna happen yeah anti-aging mainly is hydrating skincare products um there are really good things on the market that are classified as anti-aging that really do help prevent fine lines. Um, main so fine, more so fine lines, not really wrinkles. Like if you got the wrinkles, sis, I don't know what to tell you um, other than getting, you know, laser tightening or some type of facelift or something like that. But um, there are things like peptides, retinoids generally will help with fine lines. Um, and then there's a lot of other products that will assist with firming the skin, uh, like kind of plumping things out a little bit. But for the most part, when it comes to anti-aging, you're mainly just staying very, very well moisturized. Oh my geez, you so basically everybody's heart over there that just spending fortunes on all the products and all so basically, the things. We know the truth now. It really is like you can't stop wrinkles. Wrinkles are part of aging. It's fun. It's beautiful. But the real key is hydration. We're talking about the hydration is key, and not only in your drinking water every day, but also in your skin. So basically, you gotta age with hydration. That's what. So all the products that we're getting right now is just hydration products. That's all. Right. And a lot of uh, products on the market, honestly, like no matter how they are marketed, unless they're marketed as an exfoliant, they're probably hydrating. Um, there's a lot of spins to things, but most of those products are going to be hydrating. Um, the only difference, if, if I had to put all of skincare in just to two categories, there would be an acne specific category and then like everything else and everything else oh. more often than not can be solved by just better hydrating the skin and protecting your skin's barrier um yeah <laughs> oh my goodness okay so what exactly out. then is the difference because i read articles that it's like collagen versus retinol retinol versus collagen what, what are the, the heck what what the heck is even this argument i feel like we're What's in a war or something so here's the thing about collagen, which honestly is one of my favorite skincare scams, um, <laughs> which there are many. Um, but collagen, I like how you have favorites, though. You have favorites. Yes, I have a favorite. So <laughs> collagen in your skincare products, um, it's largely there because a lot of the research that we have around collagen, in particular, to how it works within our skin or how it beautifies our appearance, is primarily how it works internally 
Um, so collagen is, is something that we naturally produce. It's something that keeps our skin uh, firm, plump, gives us the collagen is what gives us our youthfulness, right? Um, when we see skin with wrinkles, we're actually seeing skin that lacks collagen and elastin in some ways. And so um, a lot of the research around collagen and like why we want to preserve our collagen uh, is to keep us looking youthful for longer, but it actually doesn't really translate um, by just applying collagen on top of the skin. It would almost like the, the molecular structure of collagen is actually very large. And so you wouldn't be able to, it's, it's not able to really penetrate and get into the dermis, um, which is the layer of skin in which collagen is produced. Um, so it's almost like we're just, we're putting it on there because collagen sounds nice, but it's actually not doing anything internally. Co collagen has to work from the inside out. There's nothing we can do on the outside that will make collagen, that will make us produce more collagen. Um, and so a lot of products that you see with collagen in them generally translate as being just really good moisturizing products. Um, and they could help protect your barrier, but they're not helping you produce more collagen, which I think is a uh, a misnomer for consumers. I think a lot of consumers who buy collagen products think that they're producing more collagen. And the same is actually very true for um, collagen supplements. Uh, so a lot of beauty supplements are collagen based as well. And with collagen supplements, you'll see, um, you know, like get better glowing skin, firmer yes. skin, um, looking more youthful for longer. But when we ingest collagen via a supplement form, our skin is actually the last place that it will go to. When we ingest collagen, it actually goes to our bones first. <laughs> so if you want knees like Megan the Stallion, absolutely. <laughs> that should help you. Um, I'm 35. So I, like my knees need the collagen support, absolutely. Um, that joint support, um, you know, um, that the osteoporosis feels real for me. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> like, it's here. It's coming. It's coming. No, because honestly, like, anytime I look at Meg the Style or even Sierra, I'm like, how your knees do that? So, like, my how knees gave up at 26. Yeah. 26, my knees are like, you're so cute. If you think you can do that body roll to the ground and come up and look cute. My knees definitely have had it at, at my big age. But yes, we're done. We're not those people anymore, guys. Right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, when you're taking collagen internally, it's not really doing much for your skin either. As a matter of fact, I believe um, when you, the body only produces so much collagen mm -hmm. and it's hard for you to, to reproduce that. Like once we start losing collagen, like we don't really get it back. Um, so these supplements, they help your joints, not your actual skin. That's most important. And it, it may like a fraction of it may get to your tissues and muscle, but uh, I think it's primarily going to your joints. <laughs> We've been scammed for years. We've been people. scammed with all of this stuff. This is and one it's of our a number great one moisturizer. Scam. If you see a moisturizer with added collagen, then yes, that's great. Okay, well then I'm gonna come clean because <laughs> that is me. 
Um, I use this Medicube product as a series set, but there's definitely collagen in it. And I'm telling you right now, though, it's like my favorite moisturizer I've ever used in my entire stinking life. It's my favorite serum and favorite like uh, toner thingy that I've used because it's just so hydrating. Like it's just a, a splash of freshness on the face. <laughs> I love how you have a splash of freshness on your face. I'm just so, saying. <laughs> okay. So Heidi, what's your fate? Like, can we talk about like your products? Like, cause you actually do make your own products and I have used a few of them, which has helped my skin tremendously over the years. Like tell us more about your products and what they do. All right. Um, I'm ready. So I came out with a few products, uh, which is really funny because just in starting my business in general, I actually never wanted to nor expected to be performing services on people I kind of like went through and got licensed but the idea that I always had in my head was to create a skincare line not necessarily do services but it actually you know it's great that it worked out this way because I learned a lot um and so I actually even before I had opened my business, I was trying to start the skincare line and it was very cost prohibitive in the beginning. Oh, I um, bet. That stuff's expensive. It's very it's expensive. expensive. There was like 25K up front, um, which I didn't have, right? Ooh, ooh, um, who has that on deck? Ooh, no. Right. So I had, and that's just like for one product, but I ended up, COVID ended up being somewhat lucky for me in a sense. Like I couldn't work. But because I had been making calls for like the, a year before COVID, I, a no turned into a yes, like a lab that I had reached out to, like probably it may have been like five months, four or five months before COVID oh. hit and like California shut down. Um, they like hit me back and they were like, actually, <laughs> come on through. Like, maybe. <laughs> Like all money, money. Like actually, we've changed some things. We've lowered some minimum requirements. Like we could work with you, um, and so that no turning into a yes was like actually how I got started because I after like not being able to work um, for like eleven months with COVID, I for sure like I was, I think I was like three months into not working, and I was like, well. Yes, I'm going back to tech. Like that was it for this dream. Um, so yeah, after I I had uh, gotten that no into a yes, I was like, okay, maybe I can do something with this. So um, I started out with things that were somewhat simple, but not really. So a cleanser, a toner, one serum, um, and a moisturizer that was it. That was the beginning of the line. And um, I didn't have to go. I remember I only needed to go back and forth with the lab with two products in particular, like everything else kind of just worked out really well, like after the first iterations, um, or at least I thought and that's a different conversation. We have another podcast on like formulating with <laughs> yes. so many ills in that regard. But we, I wonder um, all about that. But uh, the cleanser, the way that I thought about formulating and going about my line was like, I wanted something for everyone. A lot of skincare is 
very feminine focused, right? Even my business name, Fairy Glow Mother, you know, it leads, it lends, it leans feminine. Um, but I've always felt like you can get much further by just targeting everyone, which is very yeah. true. So even in the beginning, and, and this is something that may end up happening for my business. I actually may change my business name in the next year or so just to like make it even more, e- even more unisex, yeah. yeah. like just no feminine connection whatsoever. Um, but even in the beginning, like when I was going about branding, like it just seemed very fun and playful and like guys were not into it. <laughs> So the other, like I do, I do the skincare thing. It's it's 98% of my clientele are women. Um, So obviously I spend a lot of time around women, but in my personal life, I'm like such the Tom Bill, like it's just me, my two best friends. And it's just a whole bunch of dudes. Like we just always, (laughs) like we're always kind of in mixed company. And I remember when I first launched my friend, like my guy friends were like, that's dope. (laughs) <laughs> like they were they were really proud of me but like they they were they're not like, you'll you'll never catch me coming yeah purchasing any of this this shit looks too girly you know and I thought I did really good because it was like plain black and white yeah um, but when I rebranded which wasn't really a rebrand I just like got better packaging and like switched the labels they were like I fuck with this like, yes. this looks, like it looks more like to them, it seemed like it could be manly, it could be womanly, who knows? So it's a unisex, it's perfect. Yeah, it's, it is unisex. So I made the products primarily for everyone. Um, the cleanser, it's My very favorite. clean, fresh scent cleanser. It's a cream to milk formula. So it is, it's oil-based, um, but the user can control the amount of water needed to like really emulsify. Um, and the reason for that is because it's made for people who may need to remove makeup, people who have beards, or people who aren't wearing makeup at all. So there's a varying degree of how much product you'll actually need to achieve um, your cleansing goals. Um, so there's nothing active in that product whatsoever. Um, the toner that was made initially, which is coming back, oh, and the cleanser is called Magic Milk. All the, all the product names kind of have these mystical sort of uh, elements to them, so to speak. Um, the toner that was initially made was just, I made a really good humectant. Um, and I ended up having to take it off just because I have to find, I had to find somewhere else to formulate it. The toner was the first thing that I made where I, I kind of took my first L. Um, so it was a really good humectant. It was the first thing to sell out. Um, oh. And that was like, it had the highest demand out of the clientele. However, when I um, needed to re-up, I noticed because of COVID and you know global supply, whatever, whatever, they all these ingredients can have the same name but wherever they're sourced it can make them perform very differently um and so that's something that i experienced with that toner in particular so i had to find a different lab i have to like source the ingredient myself and go through a bunch of tests to make sure that you know whatever i'm picking will perform very well making sure the lab can keep it in stock like 
it has been a year and a half wow. <laughs> just trying to get that right. Um, but again, that's something that was made for everyone because everyone can benefit from a humectant. Everyone can benefit from hydration. Um, and then, Okay, so tell us then real fast, what exactly is a humectant? Like what, right. what is that? Right. We're, we're novices uh, here. We're not those people. We're not smart like this, girl. <laughs> a humectant is a in skincare or in general is a product that attracts water. So when we put humectants on the skin, they attract, they basically will pull moisture out of the air to attract it to your skin, to keep your skin better hydrated. Now, the issue with humectants is like, you can't just apply a humectant and go about your day because it will work against you. If you apply a humectant and there's no moisture in the air, like in the Bay area right now, it's pretty dry, it's pretty cold. Um, it's actually going to pull the moisture out of your skin and make you even drier. So whenever you have a humectant, you absolutely have to apply some sort of emollient moisturizer over it um, to just keep that moisture, the, yeah, to keep the moisture locked in from the humectant. Um, so yeah, that is uh, obviously, I think it's a, a very important part of anyone's skincare routine. So that was the reason I created that toner. Wow. And the first serum I did was an 8% L-mandelic acid serum. Um, I went with that particular ingredient and that percentage just because it has the most amount of research as it relates to acne um, in terms of, uh, well, also mandelic acid is pretty gentle for all skin types. Um, for the most part, 8% can be spicy. Um, but it tends to work the best on acne um, starting at that percentage. Um, Dr. James Fulton, who is one of the co-creators of Retin-A, also um, the creator of the Vivant skincare line, kind of led the research on that. Um, and it's still industry standard today. Um, so that's why I started with that one. And uh, the moisturizer is that I created um, which is Glow Mojo, is a peptide-based moisturizer that has zinc and copper and magnesium as well to kind of help calm inflammation. So those last two products I created were specifically for um, acne-prone skin, whereas the first two products are for everybody. Yeah, Honestly, definitely. That's the amazing. best products. Like, I'm not just saying this because she is my esthetician. Like, I use her products every day. And like my skin feels so much better. Like the cleanser is my favorite cleanser. The like the moisturizer, it's it's so silky. It, feel, it doesn't feel thick, but it is thick enough to make my feel like my face feel like it's actually like hydrated and not so dry that it does after like the long day of being on a computer screen all day or just being in the Bay Area when like the weather has me fire sometimes. You're like, oh, my skin is gonna look like shit today. So yeah, I'm a big fan of your products. No. And I mean, they're great too, because I think they, um, I mean, they kind of help bust the myth of like this anti-aging stuff, but like are still like in, in freaking amazing for your skin. I mean, just look at the both of you. You guys and have reason. like the most glowy skin ever. I'm not even wearing makeup. I forgot to put makeup on today. Neither am I. Yeah, I got electrolysis today, actually. So my face should really... be looking a lot worse. No, it looks good. Like, honestly, like, I just got a facial this past Saturday. So my face still has that glow to it. But I'm going to kid you right now. Like, 
I was gonna look like death if I didn't get a facial last Saturday. I was baby girl was tired in the face. Baby girl's tired. But no, like your products are great. My sister like has a couple of products from you that we use. Like it's helped her skin tremendously. But not only that we love going to you because first of all, you're just hilarious as a person. But the thing is like you actually do the research when it comes to your products, which is important, especially for like to be a facialist and to be someone that actually you can go to for education. Because a lot of estheticians you go to at different places, like they just do the job. They do what they have to do, but there's no education behind it. They don't really teach you about your skin or how to actually make your skin better in between appointments. And you're the only esthetician I've had who actually like made sure I know what my skin is missing or what is lacking and how I can improve. So I think the educational factor for you is just amazing. It's actually like a, a double plus one over your great personality and how hilarious you are in our, in our one-on-ones. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I, well, I love it. And then, um, I know that you have all this face facial knowledge as far as like taking care of your skin and the products to use. And Lord knows that Chauncey and I can sit here and talk to you for oh, hours <laughs> about, about this. Cause we geek out over this stuff. It's one of my favorite topics. I know it's one of Chauncey's favorite topics, but to kind topic. of, um, wrap up our conversation so that we don't spoil too much of the greatness that uh, you're going to bring to other podcasts. Uh, (laughs) What are, I would say, your tips to not doing the anti-aging because we're going to forget that marketing term, but to help Mm -hmm. take care of your skin so that it is looking the best that it actually can? Oh, and also, when do you start retinols and stuff oh, like that? Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah when do you actually I, do that? That's a big thing. Now. Can, I was like, I started at 12 years old. I was like, 12? What the? 12. Wait, who said that? Who said Someone, 12? It was on this podcast I was listening to last week. I meant to tell you guys this. Some girls like, yeah, like you should start doing it at 12, 13. I was like, that's what I'm trying to like oh have my God. Kids. Okay. But yeah, like break uh, it down. No. Yeah, so I was like, she's a liar. But like. <laughs> So we'll we'll do the retinol thing first, which I also yes. make a retinoid and I didn't even mention it. It's called Moonshine. Yes, Moonshine, which I have every Sunday. Um, it works perfectly. So um, retinoids, I definitely don't think you should be using them at 12. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I would say people in their 30s maybe can start using retinoids, but the thing that I see with retinoids in particular is that a lot of people overuse them. They think it's something that they use every night or like three to four times a week, which I think is honestly too much for a lot of people. A retinoid is a powerful exfoliant. Um, And so when you're using them too much, it really does thin the skin and you can tell. I can look at people I even look at people on Instagram and be like, they are using that way too much. Like I can just, I can see how thin your skin is. Um, and you don't want your thin to be your skin to be too thin too. Cause then you can't wax. You can't do chemical pills. You can't do a lot of treatments. Um, so yeah, I would say unless you have acne, um, then retinoid should be something you start maybe in your 30s. Now, when you're younger and you're trying to do some anti-aging or youthful youthful uh, maintenance. Yeah. Uh, you, you know should, what? We should coin that term. You should yes, youthful maintenance. That's the new anti-aging term, guys. Forget that. <laughs> wanna, other if you want to do some youthful maintenance, uh, you can definitely look into... Um, 
epidermal growth factors or EGF yeah. serum. So those, and peptides also do really well, but I, I actually think younger people would benefit from EGF serums. One, because it performs very similarly to a retinoid, but it doesn't exfoliate. So you don't run the risk of thinning your skin out. And by the way, thinning your skin out, over exfoliating, that's just going to give you wrinkles and everything much sooner really? as well. So EGF helps to keep your barrier a little bit more healthy. It uses stem cells to kind of um, mimic and repair your more youthful uh, genetics or not youthful genetics, but elements <laughs> of your skin. Um, and so those serums can be pricey, but I absolutely think that they are worth it. Um, it actually helps to heal and repair damaged skin as well. So anyone who has those textured acne scars like ice pick or box car scarring, yes, you can use retinoids when you are still having active breakouts. But if you continue use over that area, you're probably not going to see it really firm and puffed back up to where it's not indented anymore. But it, EGF serum will, will help with that. So I prefer younger people, or even if you come to me and I still see that your skin is pretty plump and you're hydrated enough, if you're, even if you're in your mid to late thirties, I probably would still steer, steer you to an EGF serum versus a retinoid. Um, because I really like to use retinoids when they can be very effective for active things. So active breakouts or maybe even active hyperpigmentation, but it's something that should be cycled. So it's not something you should be using all the time. Um, you probably want to use it for three to four months at a time and then like chill for two, for two or three months and then go back. Um, and that's another reason why I push people more towards EGF serums as well, because you can just use it all the time. Now there is one caveat to EGF serum and that is um, this isn't like proven, it is actually still um, debated within the scientific community as well, but because it is stem cells and because it is replicating good cell growth, if you, um, have a history of cancer if you have cancer. Um, they actually don't recommend because obviously if you have cancer, cancerous cells, they don't want you to replicate more cancerous cells. Um, so that is the only warning I think that comes with EGF serums. I don't think they put it on any bottles or anything like that, but again, that's just the research and that's the debate within the scientific community. It has not been proven, it's not concrete, but that is the back and forth. And I do like to tell people that. Oh my gosh. Do you have one that you recommend? Um, yes, I like the Antiage Growth Factor Serum. It looks like anti-age actually, but it's, it's pronounced- <laughs> look, at, look at how they do that. Look at <laughs> how they do that. The marketing guys. The marketing. Yeah, it's, it's pronounced antiage. Um, antiage, so fancy. Their growth factor serum, uh, they actually use um, stem cell data from a uh, bone marrow stem cell data. So from oh. humans. Um, there are other stem cell products that might use plant-based stem cells. And that's another scientific debate too. We're like, well, plant cells talk to plant cells. They don't talk to human cells. I don't know. Okay. But this, <laughs> this Antiage growth factor serum, it works. I have literally seen like within 45 days, some of my clients wow. come back and like, they could literally leave with a hole in their face and then it'll be like nothing ever happened. And do you wow. use that like all the time? You can use it twice daily. So it's not 
Um, oh. It's not exfoliating, remember? So you can do oh, that's right. something that's right. you could use in your morning or night routine. Okay, perfect. You know, you know, I'm about to go Google it. I know. About to like like, order this. I sell it online on my shop as well, so you can go to www.com and you will find it. Um, So yeah, and that's another thing too, right? With retinoids, you can only use them at night, um, and you can't use them all the time, obviously. But on with growth factors, you can use them twice daily. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, Okay, so to wrap it up. what would be your most useful maintenance yes. uh, skincare routine that you could recommend to people? Give it to us. Oh man. Okay. Well, you would start with magic milk, which is yes. the cleanser that I make. Okay. So and you would use that, massage it in, apply with wet hands, damp wet hands, massage it in, add a little bit more water to emulsify for at least a minute. Um, And then you want to take a warm washcloth, which you can just run under some hot water, wring it out really well, and wipe to remove. Um, Then you want to use a very hydrating toner. So you could use something like the Moisture Balance Toner from Face Reality, um, or their Calming Facial Toner, or like the Vichy Mineral Spring Mist, anything like that, anything hydrating. Most toners are, some of them a little tricky, but most toners are hydrating. So anything hydrating, um, then you wanna follow that up with any active serum that you may have. Um, So if it's nighttime, you might use Majestic Number 8 at that time if you have acne. Um, If you are maybe working on hyperpigmentation, then you would maybe use a a serum that is better suited for hyperpigmentation. And then I believe you should hydrate the skin again, but this hydrator is generally a little thicker in consistency. It looks more like a gel. So you can use Face Reality Hydro Balance. You can use DMK Beta Gel. Um, The First Aid Beauty um, Ultra Repair something hydrating serum I think there you that's go the name there you it. go <laughs> got it um and then uh you want to follow that up with your moisturizer so glow mojo or whatever moisturizer you use and then during the winter time or if it is really cold in your house at night you want to do a nice thin layer of an occlusive so that's an aquaphor a CeraVe healing ointment or a vaseline and you just want to kind of press and pat it into your skin. You don't need to bathe in it. It doesn't need to, the whole slugging and glazed donut and like, you don't need to look like that um, and just put hell of product on, like just a thin amount is all you need. Um, and that would, that would be a really basic hydrating nighttime routine. I love it. You use sunscreen, right? Cause people don't think you should wear sunscreen. Sunscreen during the day. Yes. Um, so you would cleanse tone hydrate. uh, The majority of people probably don't need to put on an active serum during the day. You can do an antioxidant serum or like a a good vitamin C serum if if you must, but um, you don't have to feel compelled to have a serum that you use during the daytime. Um, And then your sun, just hydrate and then sunscreen. Um, 
depending on what your skin condition is, like if you're super oily, you don't necessarily need to put your moisturizer on before sunscreen because your sunscreen is also a moisturizer. That's me. That's what I do. That's me 100%. So you definitely could just skip straight to the sunscreen portion. That's what I do. <laughs> um, if your skin is super dry or like it's winter time right now, maybe you do a nice thin layer of moisturizer beneath your sunscreen. But for the most part, your sunscreen is your moisturizer. So you don't have to um, always apply moisturizer beneath your sunscreen. And sunscreen is year round, not just for the summer. It's year round. <laughs> it's reapply every two hours. There are some sunscreens out there I've seen where you can reapply every three to four. I think I've seen a three hour one, maybe a four hour. Most of them are reapply every two hours. Um, so make sure you're doing that. And if not your initial sunscreen for us ladies, um, we can definitely apply. Um, there's like a a powder sunscreen that comes in a, like a, a compact. Um, oh. You can use one of those to reapply as well or a spray, but reapply or dye. <laughs> reapply or dye. Remember that. You Perfect. <laughs> Useful maintenance and apply or dye. Okay. I love these terms that we came up with. This I know somebody needs to write these down. <laughs> <laughs> trademark a girl. Trademark oh my gosh. Okay. We'll be Where on- can people get in touch with you? follow you our amazing facial like tips and tricks and all this stuff appointments (laughs) so um I'm at fairy glow mother everywhere so (laughs) f-a-i-r-y-g-l-o-m-o-t-h-e-r twitter instagram youtube um is that everything facebook I don't know tiktok now you're on tiktok TikTok is Glodega, which is the name of my oh. online store. <laughs> See? Glodega. Actually, I created a fairy glow mother TikTok like two years ago at this point, And I never, I like created it. I was on TikTok for like five minutes and I was like, I don't want to be over it. it. Trust me. We understand. And we I understand. never went back. So I lo- actually lost my login for TikTok. Oh. Um, which is funny because you can log in to TikTok like 15 different ways. And I mm-hmm. literally cannot figure out what the login <laughs> was for it. Like I've tried so many different things. So I'm Glodega on TikTok, uh, but I also have never posted to TikTok anyway. So follow me. And then just one day I may be there. Who knows? Like, well, <laughs> one day you may pop, pop up with day. that info. Like, yeah. Hey guys. like you have to follow her at fairy glow mother like glow fairy glow mother because she just gives like great tips on how to take care of your skin and honestly like she's changing lives guys like she's making people look a little bit glowier i'm telling you because your girl's been haggard for a minute haggard girl oh my gosh but the thing is we've known fairy glow mother since for over seven years she started with us like as a like as like used to give us like discounts for people for our website when we first started Oh, yeah. 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 Your event was actually the first event I ever did as Fairy Glow Mother. See? See, There we go. A relationship. Here with the knowledge right now. Thick as these. But no, it's been been such a great time talking to you because, like, it's good that people understand, like, skincare is important. It's just not like a phase people going through because it's the pandemic. I was like, I need to take care of my skin. Like, this is a lifestyle. I'm glad you can educate people. Well, in the word of my friends, you only got one face. So take care of it. 
but <laughs> of course you would say you that. Know, you only have one face unless you have a ton of money and then you have what however many faces you need. That's well, true. That's yes, true. That's Coming that's in with the old. truth right now. Okay. She gave us <laughs> so much oh today. Gosh. Okay, thank you so much for joining us.